They would also yeah. do performances known as jinx. You had the summer jinx and the winter jinx. Yeah. And I, I don't know what it means. I None think of it's these like perform- a racist Pokemon. Thing. I'm assuming. <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, oh. Hil- Hillary Clinton went up on st- jinx, jinx. <laughs> <laughs> And then Bill Clinton did she his cast best, an Mr. Pope. Yeah. Good morning, Tuesday morning. Welcome everybody to the Late Late Capitalism Show. Although by the time you probably hear this, it'll be Friday morning. Uh, my name is Jesse, and beside me to my right, I have uh, Coffee Man Chance coming in hot, trying to wake up for the morning. Who's beside me, folks? It's Dean Hayden. Hi, hello. Uh, and I'm Megan. I also have some coffee. So if you hear us sipping away today, don't it's slurp we're into my microphone. Oh, I'm slurping, baby. I swan to John if you slurp into my microphone. <laughs> I'm the one that will have to edit it out, Dean. So I will handle it. <laughs> no, the slurping stays in. Uh, before we get started, quick content warning. Lots of swears. Uh, it's going to be a heated episode. But mm. I, on the subject of heated, we've discussed heated gaming moments in the past, but we have a we rather had them on the show. somber gaming <laughs> moment to start off with. 2020's been a rough year for the gamers. Uh, first, we lost Regis Philbin. Yeah. Yep. And we, now, we of lost course, uh, Ronald Trump. We've lost yep. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, God. A, a gaming trailblazer. <laughs> <Play, laughs> press F to pay respects. Now, the good news yeah. is uh, she died peacefully two weeks after doing some awful wonk wedding. I'm sure it's unrelated. And. Uh, She's now in Gamer Valhalla. All your favorite characters are there. General uh, Custer. Fred Halo. Fred Halo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mario Luigi and Luigi Mario. John Nintendo. <laughs> John Nintendo. Uh, Bowser. Waluigi. Kiryu from Yakuza. And my body is ready. Uh, Reggie feels aim. Yeah, yeah, Reggie Fia me. Uh, uh, of course. Uh, Regis. And they're all up there with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Uh, she said, oh, it's going to be a long walk to heaven. And Paul Paul Walker said, no, Ruth, you can get in with me. And he drove her to the pearly gates. And then he crashed into the pearly gates. <laughs> but nobody cares about the driver who was actually in the car with him. <laughs> and once they're up in gamer heaven, everything you could ever imagine is there. They've got arcade machines. They've got air hockey. They've got the PS5. They've got the Xbox 3, the Nintendo 6. It's... Somber. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, you get Jesse's That's What's Up of the Week for dying and for, you know what, providing the Democrats with exactly what they want, which is even if they win the presidency, they will have a conservative Supreme Court so they won't have to do anything. Yeah. Never a more. Yeah. <laughs> the perfect excuse is like, oh, well, it'll never pra- pass the, the court. Supreme Court. They, they'll say it's un- unconstitutional. So yes. With judge, why try? Judge Jeanine Pirro is the next Supreme Court justice. <laughs> Nothing will ever yeah. get through. RBG, if you could have croaked at any worse of a time, <laughs> like, come on. I know. blame the liberals that were like, no, we don't need to replace her. We're just going to, you know, we're just going to put the future of all democracy in the United States on the shoulders of some. 80 
three thousand year old <laughs> fossil lady. And then the actress that played Matilda said it was valid actually because everyone just assumed she would live yeah, to hundred and five because she Jews was Jewish. Never die. You know <laughs> she's like, okay. Wait, wait, wait. If wait, they right. survive, quote all of the myriad genetic diseases <laughs> that they. That have. was an insane. What's, wait, 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 what's Matilda's name again? This? Yeah, Matilda. Because she's actually Ben Shapiro's cousin, by the way. If yeah, she is. Oh no my way. god. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's actually that's Illuminati. They went to the same frat. Oh. Well, like the same, I don't know how frats Same work. Greek life. Yeah. She showed I don't up. Okay, say, so, so, so say, if you're going to make me rush, I mean, let's look at the logical fallacy of that. Um, what, what what enjoyment is there of making me run around campus naked? Why why would you make me do that? Instead, why don't we simply sit down and debate our ideas? Yes, you did skunk me in beer pong. There's no debating that. There's no doubting that. You did beat me six to nothing. But I would also argue because of my heritage, I'm inherently not as good at beer pong. So it seems like this was an unfair competition to begin with. We much rather should have been doing something such as debating or discussing philosophy. And then if I had beaten you, I wouldn't make you run the naked mile. Instead, I would make you sit down and debate with me when further. When you started this voice, I thought you were going to do like <laughs> Matilda as Ben Shapiro. No. It's a logical fallacy that someone would be able to move something with their mind. They, you just can't. That's right. Uh, I don't understand why Miss Trunchbull made him eat cake. Clearly he enjoys cake. Um, and, and ample punishment would have been to made him uh, debate me in the battlefield of ideas, in which point... Uh, <laughs> Okay, now this next part is epic. At which point I, I would have destroyed him as as if I were a gladiator. <laughs> okay, Man. all right. Jesse, okay. Jesse we're, we're having fun. But I, I do have a salient point to make about Ginsburg, is that um, I see this as sort of a, a symptom of liberal brain disease that puts politician before politics and sees politicians not as tools to use and discard, but as, you know, sort of heroic, like, demigod figures to be revered and like like inspired by mm-hmm. uh so like the, the purpose of ruth gator binsberg to gator the av- <laughs> ruth, ruth gator bimbo yeah <laughs> ruth gatorade bimbo uh was uh not to uh you know rule in favor uh of like leftist ideas or even liberal ideas which she doesn't always do either. which she doesn't yeah exactly because again that is not the point of she does the, pretty bad people. record on a yeah, lot no, no, no. of things. The, the point of her is to be a symbol and an icon for liberals winning and doing things. Do we know? And not even winning because she's like the no. last fucking liberal on the court. Septuagenarian moron. Do we know where, like when this warship started? I feel like this was an SNL thing. That's when because they did like. All kinds of rap videos, notorious RVG, and yeah. I can't pinpoint a mm. moment where her pop culture fascination really started. Prior, I, it, I think it's it during with, the Obama years. It started yeah. with Uncle Phil in uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air. What <laughs> was she on the show? No, it's just like the most popular judge, and then you got the the famous judges, Judge Judy and Judge Joe Brown, Judge Janine Pirro. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Judge jo- Judge Lane Mills. Yeah, he was a boxing judge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not even kidding. He had a legal show. So and like, he was a boxing judge. You had That's these. Cool. You had these uh, television personalities that make judges cool as fuck. I guess, but I don't even, I don't know. Judge Judy's the only one that I think is actually cool. I, I, uh, I think, Judy's I don't think this, this has to do, I, I think there is a connection between like the rise of like the, the celebrity politician. Yeah, court TV. And, yeah. And, and like reality TV in general writ large. Uh, and I think we should definitely do an episode on this. Sometime. Yeah. And like trying TV. to chart, like, it's definitely like a symptom of the Obama years mm. uh, where like politicians, uh, it's uh, it's so it's, it's always it's culture been, war stuff. Yeah, it's culture war stuff, but like specifically centered around individual politicians. Yeah, and the, you could the, argue that it became essential during Obama because they didn't actually accomplish any of the brave. It's policies. all aesthetic. Yeah. yeah. They, 
talked about. So like, okay, we need to retilt things to make it look like we have made these brave cultural breakthroughs, even though, you know, Ferguson happened under Obama, a million terrible things happened under Obama, but they're like, no, 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 it's, it's all good. We've got the epic old lady. Uh, all your favorite <laughs> politicians are here. We have the epic old man. Uh, yeah. Don't ask us to find a non-old person for you to like, <laughs> yeah. but we've got them all. You know, it's perfect. Uh, yeah. he, we all made the clock kids in our administration. Uh, we've, we've got everything. Don't worry about Occupy Wall Street. It's fine. Don't Just don't think about it. But, uh, you know, look at Joe. He's doing cool things. Yeah, he's eating ice cream. We've got a, a Portuguese <laughs> water dog. Don't you like that shit? Oh, so God. it was like two days after her death was announced, and um, and – we were talking about it, I believe, off air. And um, and I was looking, I found this subreddit called uh, Gen Zedong, which I thought was sick. Okay. <laughs> and, um, I'm and, intrigued. And it was just like Gen Z kids that were Maoists, which was cool. And then, uh, and then, but they were all posting, you know, everyone was freaking out about Nancy Pelosi on the internet. Or not Nancy Pelosi. Fuck me. Everyone was freaking Sunday out about morning. Nancy Pelosi. Sunday morning. <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> on the internet that day like on twitter and stuff like that but like this subreddit was literally just all these people being like hey look at this court case from like 2008 where yeah. she denied the Onani, oh, yeah. the oneida sovereignty well, in yeah. new york politics were she's a girl bad. boss because she hates brown people and loves being a lady <laughs> i feel like sick. even recently she like ruled in favor of a pipeline going she did through, yep. like a reserve mm -hmm. in the I think west she, somewhere i think she was one of the dissenting votes in that historic like oklahoma ruling about mm. native land i'm right, pretty sure right. she was on the wrong side right right so it's it's funny and her explanation right was that uh for the last 200 years it had been ruled by someone else so they've been doing a pretty good job <laughs> Jesus and, and why why bother oh Ruth. Which, which was literally written out right SNL. and it's like and it's like i don't understand why we do this and then we get shocked in any way mm. when we find out that they're fucking assholes. And yeah. it's like, maybe don't treat them like they're demigods. Then. Yeah. Mm. But that's the thing. They, the Democrats are never going to accomplish anything because, and I've, this is something we've touched on many times. They don't want to, for them to accomplish anything meaningful, it would go directly in the face of the people that are actually paying them. So they uh, have gotten exactly what they wanted. I think Hillary Clinton did kill Ruth Bader Ginsburg in the <laughs> ultimate betrayal, but not because she had information to indict her, but simply because uh, they needed it done. And Hillary is their no, number she was, one. She was, Jesse, Jesse, one second. Sorry. A2 Ruth A. Yeah, like, go ahead. Ayo. She was just infringing on who gets to be the number one girl boss. Yeah. So. <laughs> she was taking out the competition. Yeah, there were too many RBG bobbleheads going around. Yeah. So. Hillary doing the Birdman hands. <laughs> just thinking about it. <laughs> she was actually the one who sent Ruth that invite to that stupid wonk couple's wedding. Mm. And Hillary was just smiling. Yeah, just convinced her that she was related to them. <laughs> the little, actually, the little Grinch smile. Why hasn't anyone made... They probably have. I'm just not in the right oh, circle. The lady who got the, married uh, deleted her Twitter. <laughs> oh, no, I was thinking about uh, the girl who sent rice into the, the, oh. to Trump. Like, yes. Why haven't people been like, one oh, of yeah, our Hillary's listeners in jail. coming through in the big time, sending <laughs> rice and they've been listening to my messages. <laughs> it's so great when fans really put, you know, art and important stuff out there. They show yeah, us that no, they it, care. Yeah, just show that you've been listening that the show means yeah, a lot. Yeah, so if you shout out to them. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, let's hope this is the beginning of a long yeah. and fruitful relationship. And also, uh, just to that listener uh, in particular, uh, Foxtrot, Delta, Echo One. 
Anyway, <laughs> folks. <laughs> <laughs> F D E one. You know. Yeah, so play yeah. that yeah, back. Fed one, you, the did, president, babe. <clears throat> did you, you said F D E. No, they're dyslexic. I have to say. Uh. <laughs> you have to play this in reverse and they'll understand what I just told them. They'll know what to do. Yeah. yeah. Megan, did you hear about this? Nope. Oh, so uh they found ricin, which is castor bean oh, uh, powder. I, I thought you guys were saying. Uh, yeah, I watched rice. Breaking Bad. Literally I know what rice. rice. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, they okay, sent we rice to Donald Trump. Was it was Goya. To weddings, and I was like, <laughs> the oh. Goya coup. <laughs> it all comes back together. Yeah. No, it, it was a uh, um, Uncle Ben. It was Uncle Ben's. Yeah, oh. it was a Black Lives Matter thing. <laughs> I, they sent me some rice. BLM, Antifa, <laughs> trying to take us out because I like Goya. That's what it was. Uh, so they made like poison out of castor beans, put it in an envelope, said to Donald Trump, <laughs> and then sent it to the White House. That's so it 90s got, of them. That's so cool. It got intercepted. And then the lady also tried to cross the border with an AR-15. Jesus yes, Christ. I need to, I'm going to marry this woman she's, when she's in jail. She's from Fort Erie. Yes. <laughs> That's so sad. Fort Erie. <laughs> That's me, baby. Wait, Fort Erie you know represent. Who do I yeah. know from Fort Erie? What? Yeah, yeah. So they don't know if she was a Canadian citizen or not, but she was leaving from Fort Erie to go to the US with an AR-50. That's praxis. She was going to kill Donald Trump. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> just this one woman. Isn't I love that insane? her. Shout out to everyone in Fort Erie, the people who got me to start smoking cigarettes. Yeah. Love you guys. <laughs> We're going to look at our Spotify data and see we have like 300 listeners in Fort Erie. <laughs> We're starting an uprising. This is perfect. So shouts out. Uh, we love you. You actually get Jesse's pimp move of the week. Yeah, so. that's so cool. Uh, some babes everywhere. That's right. <laughs> So, the bulk of today's topic, I'm sure almost everybody has heard of this because it's been all over Instagram, all over Twitter. I have been feeling bad lately because I deleted Instagram after watching that social media documentary and now, uh, but I still check it in my browser, but I can't post. So then everyone thinks I'm not woke because I'm not posting. I'm so doing anyway, the same thing. I don't post any woke shit on my Instagram. <laughs> I know, but especially at the beginning of quarantine, everyone was like, if you're not posting about woke stuff, you're not woke and I hate Ridiculous. you. And I was like, okay. Posting, but anyway. posting is politics. Posting is completely meaningless. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> what are we doing here? The, the, <laughs> posting, the thing we're, we're talking about about today is lobsters of course big news story uh big fun time i knew it was gonna come <laughs> i knew big, big juicy claws i babe. knew we were coming back to mm. jordan peterson <laughs> it's about damn time um so we have a story here of acadians and mi'kmaq people and lobsters so oh, yes, here we I go hear about this i would like to say there's only one good acadian person and he's my friend lane duke who is acadian and metis which he refers to as akati and nice. he is a he is free from this criticism but everyone else is getting thrown under the yeah, bus no everyone else it, it's it's guns blazing yeah shouts out to lane duke though <laughs> okay so just a bit of a background uh mi'kmaq people are the indigenous people in the maritimes and a bit of northern maine they basically live all over the whole area. They also participate in the same economy as the rest of the Maritimers do, which is fishing is the number one big thing. So this is all happening literally this week. It's been unfolding as I've been researching. Like I have new updates from literally an hour ago that I'll get to at the end. But this begins 
uh, last week on Tuesday. So exactly one week ago today is when it starts. Um, so I'll start with um, Thursday, actually. Sebaganagadi First Nation launched on Thursday their self-regulated lobster fishery. Um, so on Thursday, they held a ceremony to distribute licenses and tags and bless the fleet that was going out. Um, it's outside of regular lobster fishing season right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the big drama, the the way that like this started and everyone started reporting on it, um, was that when they went into the water with their new licenses um, that they were like self-regulating, they were met with dozens and dozens of non-indigenous uh, lobster fishers in the water who intimidated them out of the water and basically surrounded them all so that they had to leave. Blockade. Yeah, uh, it was really rough. The federal minister of fisheries at the time, she's been like involved this week, but also trying her best not to be involved because, you know, doing her job properly, uh, said she was <laughs> deeply concerned about the rising tensions. Uh, and if so, only someone could do something. About I know. This. Mi'kmaq fishermen have basically been trying to uh, trying and failing to reach an agreement with the Department of Fisheries and Oceans. So the DFO about First Nations fisheries for literally over 20 years now uh and basically was like fuck it we're just gonna make our own fishery like this is taking so long it's so annoying however the dfo says that they cannot operate outside of the lobster season so about their fishery that they did they did seven licenses uh that were granted each allowing the setting of 50 lobster traps um they're doing their own compliance officers to enforce these rules also like Literally, of course, they should be able to regulate their own fisheries like they live there and it's their land uh, and they were doing it for a long time. It's before. also it, it's more than that. It was it's granted rights from the queen. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that I'll get into sort of like the legal framework in a bit, but they do like literally every single right that they possibly could have to do this. They have. Um, so nothing about what they're doing is illegal. They also like the problem that the other fishermen are having with it is basically a, um, a stocks problem about like conservation. So they're worried that the lobsters are going to be like depleted if they do this. But if you look at any sort of time in human history, like who are the people that have been depleting fish and lobster stocks throughout like all of history? Mm-hmm. Um and who makes all of the money off of these fish and lobsters already. Uh, there's a really good Pam um, Palmater video on this topic that I recommend everybody watches, but I got a lot of like um, info from there about like why it's especially bad that the Acadians and just like the maritime fishermen in general think that they're valid in this like conservation critique because they're yeah, not. Yeah, um, yeah. Because like how, how large is this nation? Like how many boats are going out? So seven, seven licenses total. So seven <laughs> fishing boats. Seven fishing boats. <laughs> Yeah, oh, and how many thousands of fishing yeah, boats so I are launched have, from the maritime? Um, some stats here. So um, this is from Agent NDN on Twitter. Also, mad respect for the elite speak Indian, like doing NDN. Yeah. I love that shit. <laughs> I've always, cool. I've always, I've always loved that shit. Um, so Nova Scotia um, has issued a total of 90, 985 licenses to settlers to fish for lobster. Um, a boat fishing under one of those licenses can have up to 375 or 400 lobster pots or traps. Fucking Even hell. by the most conservative estimate, settlers are working with roughly 367,125 lobster traps. Um, so, and reminder, in total, this entire fleet has like 325 mm. lobster traps or mm-hmm. something yeah. like that. So literally... Months. Let like their entire fleet is less than one boat, and also that um, those 
numbers that I just read are just for this wharf for that one company. So like mm-hmm. those l- licenses aren't even like that's not even the total amount of lobster yeah, that's, that's allowed to be fished town. in the Maritimes. That's like one section of one dock. Mm-hmm. And that's and basically that's the section where uh, this First Nation is also launching their boats. I think it's important to notice uh, to note that um, before we get into like all the issues with what actually happened, like the company that does a lot of lobster fishing in Canada and just fishing in general in the Maritimes is called Clearwater and they're extremely corrupt. They have like the biggest monopoly ever. That's an evil ass name. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And last year they were um, charged with a a gross violation of fisheries regulations because they left 3,800 lobster traps on the bottom of the ocean and didn't collect them for over two months. So basically like lobsters just go into them by accident and die. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was like, it accounted for like some insane number of tonnage. And you can't even collect and eat those animals because they're they're just rotting. Yeah. 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 And like they literally could have just like pulled them up and they didn't, but they already have a quota of 720 tons of um, lobsters that's like their annual tonnage amount in just one area. So like they Jesus. obviously are collecting like this insane amount of lobsters. Basically we, so that happened on Thursday. So they launched their, uh, their own like regulated lobster fishery. They were blocked in the water and it became extremely dramatic. So this is on Thursday. So two days before this on Tuesday. Um, so two days before this official launch, there were, there was already extreme tension with non-indigenous fishermen, hundreds of which had set up a blockade on the access road to a wharf in Solnerville, uh, Nova Scotia, to oppose an existing indigenous fishery. So this isn't even the one they launched. Launched. <laughs> this was um, an indigenous fishery that was operating already. I don't think it was even for lobster, yeah, yeah. or it might have been for lobster. Um, but that fishery that was operating wasn't actually one that sold the lobster. It was literally for like a farmer's market. Like they had one boat in the water um, uh, to catch lobster to share amongst their community. So if you ever wondered if this was a race-based thing. Yeah. And so then these fishermen had already been there to oppose this because they said it was a front for a larger like profit-oriented like lobster monopoly of some sort. What? They Um, always pull this shit. Brother, don't. You guys work for Clearwater? (laughs) Some of them do, at least, yeah. It's like the mob showing up and being like, hey, you're laundering money. Hey, this lemonade stand very clearly is a part of some organized criminal activity (laughs) here. What the fuck? Um, And so the articles just say a confrontation took place and don't really go into detail. So this is, again, Tuesday. And I said, lol at the CBC's framing because the first sentence of one of the articles is a peaceful protest by commercial fishermen turned confrontational Tuesday morning when they arrived at a wharf in Weymouth, Nova Scotia, used by First Nations fishermen. So it's like, sorry, the peaceful protest turned confrontational (laughs) when they showed up. Like They they were peaceful on the drive there. Yeah, like when were they peaceful? If they if they started confronting people as soon as they arrived. If I stop you from getting into your home, that's inherently not a peaceful (laughs) protest. Yeah. That's just sorry. Yeah. So they said um, basically that this existing one was a a front for a larger commercial operation. And they claim that the Department of Fisheries and Oceans is being unfair by not applying the same rules to everybody. So this was like the existing tension that made uh, that made Sebag and Agadee say like, fuck it, we don't need permission. We're going to regulate our own fishermen like this is so annoying that we have to deal with these like white fishermen all the time, like shitting on everything we do. Um, so just as a background, also in 2019, the DFO said that lobster stocks were healthy. So we're not at a super like critical time for lobsters or anything. So basically the, I want to go into the law. I I should, I just want to stop you briefly there because 
the the DFO will say shit like that all the time, and it doesn't mean anything. Uh, like the Department of Fisheries and Oceans, like you know, has a a passing interest in like the conservation of fish stocks, but generally with the way they have been and are being operated, that is not even nearly their number one priority is conservation. Mm. It's it's mostly propping up large industries like Clearwater. Mm. <laughs> so like they they'll say. Oh, lobster stops stocks are hel- healthy, uh, but in the last three years, uh, like stock at least like commercial like pickups have dropped by almost seventy percent. Uh, <laughs> so like there's an ins- like an insane like so lobster you're saying genocide. they're not healthy. Is that bad? I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying like according to uh, the metrics and the um, you know the the standards that the DFO has. They're healthy in terms of we can we're still turning a profit, so it's healthy. The but reason it, I bring that up is because the white fishermen are basically trying to claim that like the indigenous fishermen can't make their own um, self-regulated fishery because the lobsters are so at risk that, that by them doing this outside of normal lobster fishing season, that like it's this like horrible conservation like nightmare basically but the dfo doesn't actually have a warning on lobsters right now it's like it's not saying that they're super endangered so technically like it would be okay well, yeah no i'm, I'm set, like season. yeah no like the definitely like this whole like oh it's conservation but full of shit but like the dfo is also full of shit okay that, that's totally fair <laughs> yeah. uh there are also a lot folks. of times in this story where they are full of shit regardless um so i want to go into the law background of like why them starting this their own fishery is valid it's first of all like would be valid regardless of what the canadian supreme court says like it's 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 more than valid if i'm if my understanding is correct it's completely exempt from the law yeah inherent rights to fish there etc etc but also 21 years ago and it was 21 years to the day that they launched this new fishery Mm. um the supreme court acquitted donald marshall jr of all charges of fishing and selling yields without a license so this guy donald marshall jr is like so crazy cool he had been wrongfully convicted and imprisoned for murder for a decade (laughs) before being acquitted what and then um after this had happened, he went and fished for eel and sold it without a license, like knowing that it was a huge risk, but just okay. basically being like, these are my rights. Like I'm allowed to do what I mm. want with my land. So he was arrested again, charged with three offenses, um, appealed to the appeals court, was denied, then appealed to the Supreme Court of Canada and was finally acquitted. Um, and so there was a 1999 ruling that First Nations people are allowed to make a moderate living from fishing, hunting, oh, gathering, and great. selling those a goods. Moderate living. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> because of the French uh, peace and friendship treaties of 197, sorry, 1760 and 1761. Um, however, after this ruling in 1999, there was such an outbreak of violence um, from maritime fishermen against First Nations mm. people that the um, Supreme Court of Canada, two months after this ruling, added an amendment saying basically, okay, we said that, but also we have the right to revoke it at any time for conservation reasons, which like, cool, which they had, uh, Mm. apparently that's extremely rare that they would even add an amendment to an already um, finished ruling. Oh, they do it a lot when it comes to indigenous. I I like that. Mm. After seeing all the violence taking place, like, yes, we have to do something. Yeah. <laughs> Let's have the right to take their rights away again. Say, if, you, if you ever want to find a really good rabbit hole of amendments just because of indigenous people, look into the white papers mm. and then mm. the brown papers because those are a lot of fun. So it led to a rare clarification known as Marshall 2. 
basically the government can still regulate Mi'kmaq harvesting for the purposes of conservation if it consulted with First Nations people and could justify the re- regulations. Um, so basically for the last 21 years now, the, the DFO and uh, Mi'kmaq First Nations have been disagreeing on what moderate livelihood means, which is why they can't reach a, like a consensus of like, how many fisheries should be operating with what amount of licenses or whatever like basically the dfo won't tell them because like no one can agree how much money a moderate livelihood is so part of the reason they launched their own fisheries because they said they're basically going to try it out they're issuing a, like seven licenses to people that were interested in it and they're going to see like how much they can make from the lobster mm-hmm. and um, how it's going to work and then judge demand from there and move forward some quotes from that. Um, We're 21 years still waiting, said Robert Silliboy, an indigenous fisherman from uh, Sabaganagadi First Nation. Um, they deemed that we can fish for a livelihood. They may have put some wording in that they want to have control. We don't agree. We govern our own people. And then from the Pam Palmater video, uh, she says there are also pre-existing inherent rights and Aboriginal rights that play into this. So like just the Aboriginal rights in the Canadian um, Bill of right, like Rights and Freedoms or whatever the heck our thingy is called. Mm-hmm. So the Supreme Court should not be the one deciding what Indigenous people get to do on their own land anyway. But even if they were like... Yeah, indigenous people are allowed to fish. Yeah, it's been it's been cleared at least on, uh, you know, in so many different occasions, and the precedent has been set, right? Yeah. So then, uh, back to Thursday. Thursday is like the really dramatic day where all of this happened. So on Thursday night, commercial fishermen went out in like huge boat parties, cut all the lines, and removed all the traps that had been set that day by the new fishery. And on this day already, I had been reading tweets that uh, Mi'kmaq people were being refused service at restaurants. Uh, I couldn't I couldn't find any like direct tweets stating that. But I saw so many talking about other people's experiences with that, that I'm going to assume that there is at least some grain of truth in that because like so many people were talking about it on the ground. So I think it's safe to assume that there are wider issues for the entire community now. It's like not even just this fisherman. It's spread to just like general racism against Mi'kmaq people in the Maritimes. It's very us versus them for the commercial fishermen. And an interesting point to note is that I think the the fishermen are trying to really play up their Acadian identity in this because they know they're going to be seen as like racist Racist, white Canadians. So they're like, no, actually like we're a nation too. And they, there's a lot of quotes in here from how they say they want to like preserve their way of life. Um, which is like fishing and the First Nations people are like killing all the lobsters and they're going to take away the Acadians way of life. So they've been like flying the Acadian flag at all their protests and everything yeah. too. They try to do 14 words, but they can't count that high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is, uh, that's really gross. Yeah. I just like, stick to the normal Acadian tradition of just drinking heavily, and right? You already have a, like one cultural identity. No, look here, by You cannot be calling me a racist white boy. Now look here. <laughs> My people, we, we were the original slaves. We were the original slaves. <laughs> and then we were driven from our land. We were the, boy, we were the original. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just saying if they keep acting up, I will send them all to New Orleans. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Look, um, y'all, this is a Tumblr Acadian thread. It's, it's really actually harmful to say that we're being racist to the Mi'kmaq. It's like Acadian with an X. <laughs> like, I can't wait. We're going to see an absolutely incredible wave of posts from people that are barely literate. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm just really upset when people try to do like the reverse I card do. like yeah. the uno reverse <laughs> card where they're like they're like oh you know what they would say about this and they like they emulate this straw man that they think the other people are using and it's like it just hurts me a lot yeah. because it's like like i get 
so frustrated about this shit because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you said there is so much precedent it's like i don't understand why this is even a conflict mm-hmm. at yeah. all okay. other than the fact that you're probably a bunch of racists and it's such a small or just super misinformed boats too that's like such such <laughs> the frustrating part but um so still on thursday sebagonagadi says that their issue is not with the commercial fishermen but with the feds not upholding their rights so they're yeah. saying that like the federal government's not coming in to defend them against all these like l- white fishermen that are chasing them and cutting all their lines and pulling up all their traps and the the federal government was just not there on thursday at all and was like ah deal with it yourselves like sorry um, of course. So in a statement, yeah, Colin Spruill of the Bay of Fundy Inshore Fishermen's Association said that the First Nation issuing its own fishing licenses is not based in Canadian law. He would not confirm whether any vandalism took place, but said in the absence of law and order, good people can be Uh-oh. forced to take the law into their own hands. Oh, and the Christ. responsibility the for that punisher. <laughs> falls squarely on Minister Jordan and her predecessors who have not enforced the rules. Death so they're fish. both basically who the saying... Who said that? Um, who was the speaking? Um, Colin Spruill of the Bay of Fundy Inshore oh, Fishermen's Spruill. Association. We got an email? Instead of the skull logo, they just have like the fish skeleton. Yeah, but it honestly, so it, was, cool. it was reminding me, so like ContraPoints made a video about like you know, uh, police taking justice into their own hands and stuff, but it's become such like oh, an ideology now amongst massive. just like oh, white dudes in general. Yeah. Like, oh, the vigilante. vigilante. You can look yeah. at Death Wish. The it's literally cowboy. like the trailer's yeah. like, when justice doesn't take its course, mm. one man will have to defend himself. Yeah. Well, I've told you guys before about like what was going on in Tainanega with the blockade and then Belleville of all oh, places. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, we're going to go down there and tear this shit mm. down. Yeah, yeah. the yeah. government's not doing their city job. Like, yeah. You guys are pussies. genuinely insane. But what the fishermen don't realize is if the government was doing their job, they would be disagreeing with them. Like yeah. The First Nation is also yeah. mad that the government's not doing their job because they actually do have the right to do that. So, mm-hmm. um, well, that's so why the government's not doing their job. If it was the other way yeah. around, they'd be like, you have to stop. Yeah, like, exactly. No, they'd honestly. come in, they'd, they'd stab them like they did at Oka. They'd fucking, yeah, or they'd I'm destroy their homes like they, come they did in, in January. They come in with their shirts, I'm willing to stab over lobsters, yeah. and then they get really hyped up. Quick sidebar, lobster fucking sucks. I'm sorry. Oh, oh you're, you're, okay. What the hell is I this? I have had lobster three times in my life, and every single time it tasted like someone stuffed a condom with, like, fucking styrofoam you, you know what lobster makes in? lobster delicious you cook it in butter yeah guess mm. fucking what you can make anything <laughs> delicious by cooking it in butter that's I like the this. fucking I like point take. i don't like, like this take it's like oh i am sorry lobster disgusting you're eating a spider first and foremost which is fucked up not true you are eating a sea spider <laughs> they're actually i'm looking at the biological uh, table of elements which is like yeah. the periodic table of elements but right, it has but different yeah, animals, animals. there's like, like four like, animals there's a picture of dog and its classification is big cat and there's a picture of cat and its classification is small dog so right. Right. so yeah. here's the thing i have factual basis uh-huh. here and if you go over to lobster you scroll through and it's like oh sea spider and it's like okay gross High key suspect that you're eating a sea spider. We eat like a thousand spiders a year or whatever in our sleep. They all taste better than <laughs> a single a lobster. That's a lot. I don't know <laughs> if we eat a thousand. taste better than a single lobster. We, uh, do we, we eat a thousand uh, spiders a night. It's <laughs> also really hard to fly to my open mouth. a lobster. I'm sorry. I don't want food where I have to put like, yeah, I guess lobster's calorie neutral because you're spending like 3,000 calories to try and open a claw so you can suck down <laughs> no, butter and Jesse, condom meat. It's like it's like working with a coochie. It's like a work of art. You gotta, what like, coochie have you? Oh, God. <laughs> you know when you're going you know, down you have to like You have to remove like the, the hard like yeah. spiny material. Yeah, the excess yeah. skeleton. Yeah. Punch through it. Just <laughs> yeah. And then you dip it in butter. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> the best coochie tastes like condom meat. <laughs> Alrighty, so, so lobster sucks is my 
right thing, but the Mi'kmaq should have the right to oh, fuck, fish. Fuck you. Not just I don't to earn like a moderate life, but to actually fucking <laughs> have a good life. Yeah. A moderate life is one of the moderate most insane. Moderate is such a ridiculous so, word instead of yeah. good. So, like, so that's been a thing for a long time. Uh, like, just in general, you know, people will always be mad if indigenous nations make any more money than the bare minimum yeah. to pay for electricity literally all the time. Yeah. So, you know, with um, all the pot shops that are going on right now Yes. and people are like, Oh, it's disgusting that they're doing this. And it's disgusting that they're doing this. Well, okay. So on indigenous territory, you don't have to have a business license in order to set up a shop. You literally just put a sign on the wall and you <laughs> say, I'm open It's mm. sick. and and you can sell whatever you want and you don't have to register any of it and you don't have to pay taxes. You don't have to do whatever. So these people that just want to make a little bit more money, Money in order to get by or have a better life, you know, always are met with the same argument of mm -hmm. why do you need that? If you whereas someone does that in a city or literally anywhere else, and they're like, man, maybe I should move up the ladder at my job, or maybe mm. I should like do whatever. Yeah, they're lauded. That's exactly well, what they want. If you, you want, to yeah, a yeah. clear proof of third, not even second class, third class status. It is legally written that they cannot earn better than a moderate life. Yeah. You don't have that restriction put on literally anybody else. No, it makes no sense. And that's why the legal precedent makes no sense, mm -hmm. right? Where it's like, what the fuck does that mean? And they're yeah. like, oh, you know. Yeah. Moderate. Like moderate yeah. comparison. As so soon as I like, tell well, you. We're just going to do it then. As like, soon as I tell you that your profit is too much, like that you're actually making money and have a business, yeah. I'm going to shut this yeah. down. Yeah. It, it, and that's exactly how it would go. And yeah. So, yeah. like, especially they're starting small, but like, who knows if it were to continue, what would happen? It's just always well, it's, it's their way of getting over. If they can't tax the indigenous people, they're going to basically extort them instead. Yeah. I'm just yeah. by saying, oh, we're not going to take our fee from you. Oh, but don't worry. We're gonna take all these you're going to take. Exactly. We're going to fuck you over in the long run. Jesse, one of the best things is that the same people that say that, you know, hey, uh, indigenous people shouldn't make more than a moderate living. Also, indigenous people always asking for handouts. Oh, yeah, mm. of course. Those assholes Classic. always depending on the government. Right. I can't. Why don't they do their own thing? Why yeah. don't they start their own business? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> how dare, how dare they spend guy. money on drugs and alcohol? Unlike me, who is going spend currently money to spend most of my paycheck on drugs and alcohol. Yeah. Cocaine is not a drug. It's a nutrient. That's right. <laughs> Actually, looking it. at the table of... Uh, food elements cocaine <laughs> is on there it's yeah, classified it's as, one. as big sugar <laughs> okay sugar's little cocaine so this is probably like the worst part of it um thursday oh, night oh um people like uh some of the indigenous fishermen were going out to check their lobster traps and they were chased this is in the pitch black too uh by 13 boats was chasing one guy in one boat um, and shooting flares at his boat, oh, which is Christ. literally Hell. like you're trying yeah. to kill him. That's at what that they point. did with the fucking refugee boats and the fucking like. Yeah. Land so up. he actually recorded it and there's some audio. Which Look at that, shooting flares at us. We're trying to check our gear and we have 12 or 13 boats trying to ram our fucking 20 foot boat. We're in a hot pursuit. All these guys trying to fucking ram us, shooting flares at us. Look at the smoke from the flare, look at that. Holy fuck. There's four boats that came close to ramming us. All of them trying to come after us. 
Uh, yeah, so that was really bad. So at this point, we're already getting people denied service in restaurants. They're trying to shoot flares at boats, like mm. literally chasing them 13 to 1, and they're, they've pulled up almost all of the lobster traps at this point. Right. Um, so then we get to Friday. So because of all the intimidation the indigenous fishermen faced when they launched on Thursday, they set up two blockades on Friday to block access to the wharf to try and uh, keep the white fishermen out because also it isn't lobster season right now. So none of those dudes need to go to work. They're just going to protest and yell at them, basically. So uh, Sebeganegadi First Nation Chief Michael Sachs says, we're just here to exercise our right. We don't want to fight with anyone. And we ask the commercial fishermen to please respect that. The commercial fishermen speaking to CBC say their fight is with the government as well. And they want to work together. Then go fucking to Ottawa. Yeah, Yeah, really. Um, (laughs) There's also a funny vid because the RCMP actually did show up on Friday and the RCMP what I said they would do, they they actually do have to protect the First Nations fishermen in this yep. scenario. So there's like Nova Scotia RCMP, and this by like the way, Acadian famously trustworthy. Yeah, I know. As has been established, <laughs> there's like 15 Acadian dudes in plaid with like like baseball hats on, like screaming, trying to look really big at the RCMP guy, and the RCMP guy's like. I don't give a fuck what you say. Like, they have the right to be here. Like, I understand you don't like it. I understand both sides. You want to slow it down, but you can't hurt anybody. And then there's just, like, all these dudes being like, they don't have the right to be here. And so, I wait, like, now, oh my God. Megan, you're saying cops are good now? No. Well, no Gabriel we, Wartman. We actually, uh, okay. we actually love cops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> They're not good. But it's, it's fine. That RCMP officer is eventually going to be activated like the other ones and yeah. go on a 40-person yeah. shooting so spree. It, isn't, it isn't good when someone does their job normally. Right, like that's not I, a good thing. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's, doing that's literally, literally the, the baseline, baseline competency <laughs> level. I was doing a comedy joke, and even <laughs> even then, he saw like a dogfish and threw a grenade into the water. And he also <laughs> said, as he was doing his job, like, "Oh, I understand where you guys are coming from," and it's like they're yeah. just being dicks. Um, <laughs> Those whiskers, bam, bam, um, calling for backup. We have a situation at the wharf. Oh, what is it? Is there a fight between the the fisherman and the the Mi'kmaq? No, I've seen several dogfish in the area. My flight <laughs> fight senses have been triggered and I have already dropped three to five trillion tons of ordnance in the water. <laughs> um, and by this day, another Mi'kmaq nation, uh, Potlotek, um, is also aiming to launch their own self-regulated fishery as well. Starting Good. October Let's 1st. Let's go. Have more cool. fucking go. Um, okay, so we're getting to Sunday. Basically, everyone is still continuing to gather on the wharf all weekend. There's still disputes breaking out. Two people have been arrested by now, but I couldn't find who they were or what they did or mm-hmm. like what group they were from um big mock communities from all over the maritimes came out to bring supplies and support um inside oh, the blockade there was uh drumming and a sacred fire yes. burning um chief michael sack met with the fisheries minister on the weekend said said the meeting was positive uh then the commercial fishermen oh, made a flotilla uh said that they were defending their way of life um removed all the gear from the water for the second time after they had gone in and re-put it in the water like the indigenous fishermen had gone and re-put it yeah. in um, and said they were pulling traps again due to federal inaction and taking matters into their own hands and said they will continue to pull every illegal rig until the federal government regulates indigenous fisher- fisheries. Um, approximately 100 boats of the flotilla were removing traps and taking them to another wharf. Um, so they also just like stole all this yeah. equipment, yeah, which stolen, is expensive. Stealing their goods. Um, the RCMP basically didn't have enough boats to arrest everybody, so they just didn't do anything. So like none of these people <laughs> were stopped. Yeah. There's our boys. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
They have 50 tanks, but they have like four boats. Um, <laughs> they tried to put one of the tanks in the water and <laughs> just see all these drowned. boats with drones. Like, <laughs> we were unprepared for this. And the Coast Guard, who is supposed to deal with matters like this, and the DFO did not show up, of course. Well, yeah. Um, about 350 traps were removed. What does the removed. Coast Guard actually do, by the way? When's the last time you've heard the Coast Guard do fucking anything? Uh, I think they mostly save people who are drowning. I don't think we, yeah, we have most beef of, with most the Coast Guard. <laughs> most of those people drown anyways, though. <laughs> no, fucking cuck yeah. agency. Yeah, what are you doing? Let You're them die. Cops for the fucking water? Okay, cool. <laughs> Go <laughs> off, man. Yeah, Water pigs. Clearly, they're not doing their fucking job right now. That's so. fair. <laughs> I do have beef. I have beef with every agency, to be fair. <laughs> they're all part of the deep state in some way. They're just the, you know, dark deep state. They're, yeah, they're the deep in the water. <laughs> that's yeah. right. They're, they're actually the Atlanteans. That's that's what they are. That's the Coast Guards. After the 350 traps were, were removed, Sack said, it is so disheartening to have had a progressive meeting with the minister yesterday to reinforce that we are following our moderate livelihood fishery plan and to be repeatedly sabotaged by this criminal conduct. However, by the end of the day, 10 traps were full pulled up so that's something so oh, they okay, got cool. 10 Jesus. whole traps out of, of their the like 500 that oh, okay. they laid that's Aww. enough for today <laughs> um, uh, we got a moderate amount of traps out of the water so, uh, <laughs> yeah right and then as of monday which was yesterday from when we we're recording this uh they were restocking the traps and then i have some updates oh, from this morning great. so fun it's actually pretty positive so okay. agent ndn on twitter says so have been hearing some good things one the dfo was ordered to return all of the traps that were illegally taken by non-native fishermen two the navy showed up and ordered all the commercial ves vessels to leave the Mi'kmaq traps alone all 34 boats dispersed thank the lord uh three rcmp have announced that they're opening investigation into the harassment of Mi'kmaq fishermen oh. and illegal tampering with Mi'kmaq traps Four, a non-native fisherman came forward and apologized for his involvement in stealing traps and offered to return them so like oh. he also apologized like one day after he did the like cool change of heart very he, no because his cool acadian wife screamed at him <laughs> yeah and was like wait a minute yeah. You mean my my brown bulls are <laughs> being attacked? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. She cracked two or three empty whiskey bottles over yeah. his head, uh, and that straightened him out. And she was like, you femdom cuck. <laughs> Those are my men. <laughs> Honestly, in the household, it always actually is like the fisherman's wife who fucking sets things straight. Yeah. Oh, so 100. Shouts out. I can't wait to visit some of them when I head out east. And <laughs> As of today, the Mi'kmaq fishermen were able to successfully fish for lobster without any major problems. So hey. you might be wondering what, where, no when major those, problems. When those thirty-four <laughs> boats dispersed, problems. where did they go? They're still, I'm assuming, on EI and are yes. looking for ways to hang out and do something fun. So they're still really angry. Um, they've decided to go to what they think is a potential buyer of this lobster. So they were like, oh. I'm assuming they're they're thinking <laughs> that their, gonna their cause them. is not going <laughs> to do super well. It's going to be like when conservatives burn their Nikes. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm going to set all these lobsters on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so they have gathered this morning outside of an alleged buyer's home in the nearby community of Comuville. All the places Comville. in <laughs> Nova Scotia are named in same things. <laughs> um, but so there's like, there's a funny photo and there's like 80 of them just standing in front of this person's house, just really bored, I guess, and 
is trying to stop the. Uh, just a, I don't know. They're in this no, little like. It's truck just a brigade. person, right? All of the Acadian fishermen should buy the lobsters off of the native <laughs> yeah, that's folk, right. and then put them back. And then flush and, them, and then down, their, yeah, flush and flush them down, them down, down the, toilet. the toilet to show that they don't support the the native <laughs> fishermen. That would actually be hilarious. <laughs> That'd be perfect. I'm gonna go over there and pitch that. To them. I'm gonna be yeah. undercover with like a little hat and be like <laughs> just whisper. But it's still hey, the perfect plan. <laughs> it's, it's still frustrating because they're still trying to stop like the Mi'kmaq fishermen from being able to sell this fish. Now they're just like harassing the buyers basically. It's because, yeah, it's because so. selling fish, like when the fish is already pulled from the water, that's still conservation. Like the land lobster is very important. You mm, know what I mean? Gotcha. We can't deplete on this that This is another stuff. cute photo of them all hanging out in their oh hats. You know how quickly a, you I could just take masks. them out with an AR-15? <laughs> they don't. Wait, you're totally <laughs> you right. There's like <laughs> To be fair, uh, they're not very the smart. Maritimes, like Nova Scotia has zero COVID oh, okay, cases okay. to be fair, but it is still weird to see a large group of people without masks so that is where we're at today there is a lot of ways you can help um if you just Good. google i'm sure you'll find some stuff there's lots of we GoFundMe's to purchase new um lobster traps and everything because especially because they had so many stolen like yes. mm. they're needing funding um you can email and call elected officials to let them know this that you support uh the mi'kmaq fishermen uh you can follow these cool journalists that are doing all this reporting on it so yeah but Hit definitely like names. donations yes. would be great say, give some names uh, for people to follow agent ndn on twitter is agent great yeah. A- asian indian yeah. no agent a-g-e-n-t yeah that's, Yo, that's a cop no uh actually <laughs> you, should, <laughs> you should follow them though. you can on facebook uh follow the assembly of nova scotia mi'kmaq chiefs um mm-hmm. and the mi'kmaq rights initiative and the assembly of first nations we can also just link to this document say, this because there's like yeah. a bajillion yeah. people they suggest to follow so yes. anyway yeah um, that's my story on that okay uh so here's where i'm at on this story uh, sort of like a bigger picture this is this sucks and it's so disappointing and it does it does bring despair to my heart because uh, we have like you know all all these uh fishermen joining together you know they're There's out i know it they're, is, it they're is out of work they, yeah. working too. class solidarity for working the worst class purpose. So- solidarity yeah they they formed a union they're doing like you know like uh, uni- unionized, like collective action mm-hmm. against other fishermen. Yeah, yeah. fucking, and it's oh not even God. scabs, which would be cool. Yeah, yeah. they're not even doing it. L- literally, they if they're working for this crazy monopoly company, that doesn't benefit them yeah. whatsoever. Yeah, or, and like they're, they're I know, of course, protest I un- against Clearwater. Like they're so. And fucked. I understand like wh- the frustration yeah, with not sure. being able to work and being on EI and not making enough. Bro, I love not working uh, when I'm on and EI. And then seeing other people fish. <laughs> so seeing sick. other people fish and like. Ha- like the company that you're working for is like, oh, sorry, you're shit out of luck. Like we're not giving you any additional benefits. We're not helping you whatsoever. And taking that out on the people trying to work for a living as opposed to the the boot that's on your neck. Uh, but it's bloody Antifa. That's how Antifa is. I know. And yeah. I know. Antifa yeah. set the waters on fire. Right. <laughs> and this is a, a tale as old of, of, as time, which is like, you know, the ruling class pitting the working class against each other along yeah. like identity lines of like race and gender, what have you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but like. When it's so like so blatant and so like directly in your face that they are that you don't hate the CEO, you hate these brown people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. The they're the problem. Quite it's, liter- like, it's they're taking your jobs. They, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you need to say. It's the like. illegal immigrants that are making it so I pay you less. Also, yeah. just the the 
and this happens in so many different cases, but the mindset that like indigenous people are the threat to conservation is like literally the <laughs> stupidest shit I've ever heard in my life. Like, what do you mean? Hey, they I were hunting. They were hunting long before we <laughs> were. Been they killed for way more thousands animals. and thousands yeah. of years. They killed way more no animals. Think of all the buffalo that died. Yeah, yeah, it was their fault. Yeah. coincidence. Oh, that's uh, sad. How come all the buffalo in their areas died? Is that a coincidence? I think not. I think not. Uh, yeah. So, very stupid. Very rough. And just in terms of like, you know, treaty rights and like conservation in general, there's a lot of stuff going on right now, which I think we will get to in another episode, maybe next time. But like there's land back lane happening in Ontario. Yeah. Like Dean was looking up some stuff that's happening in Quebec, like with moose hunting right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Or something like it's that. also the 30th anniversary of Oka. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, that, so that's we're, something that we're we going to have to get into that about. one because, yeah. uh, Oh boy, that gets me riled right up. Yeah, I'll I'll do a whole bit on 1492 Land Back Lane, um, which is actually like this is a quick aside, just because it has to do with the the conservation bit that we were talking about, where people are like, you know, oh the indigenous people they're you know <laughs> overrunning the land or whatever, doing all these horrible exploitative things as if it's not part of the culture to like take care of those things. Mm-hmm. Um, so at 1492 Land Back Lane, there was a uh tire fire uh, as a blockade right and every single response that i saw to this was literally i thought you guys were supposed to take care of the earth oh my god i thought you guys were supposed to take care of the air this is horrible for the environment every single response i saw and um it really grosses me out that people decided hey I really hate it when indigenous people do this as a form of direct action. Mm-hmm. But if a major company does this, that's chill. Yeah, mm-hmm. like lights the that's entire cool. oil sands on fire. Yeah, yeah, like that's fine. But like if this group lights 20 tires on fire that has such minimal impact on yeah, anything. Or fishes like 200 lobsters. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. It's such a minuscule impact in comparison to these major corporations. They immediately hound on it and they're like, your indigenous way of life says you can't do that. I know. And also thinking about like the lobsters and stuff too. Like if your idea of conservation is following exactly what the government has set out for guidelines, when like obviously the guidelines they've had in the past completely just like destroyed the fish stocks of Atlantic Canada and like ruined the fishing industry. Like why is the government the number one like source of like, this is how many of each thing we should take. You haven't really demonstrated a track record of doing that properly. Mm -hmm. And it, it makes no sense. Right. Where it's like, any other time you would complain about them but like dean said at this point in time there's another face and that face just so happens to be brown people and now we can attack that instead rather than being like hey the dfo you fucking suck at your job yeah especially because say their numbers were accurate for conservation they just let companies do whatever the fuck they want they don't really penalize anything and that like Again, I think I've mentioned this before, but um, under Trudeau, only one company has been prosecuted for breaking environmental laws um, his entire time in office so far. Like literally while Harper was in office, he did like 25 times the number. So it's it's ridiculous to say that like we're listening to the government. We believe in their ability to enforce these laws like they obviously can't. They don't they let companies do actually whatever the fuck they want. So like how is indigenous people doing anything that corruption a drop in the bucket? That corruption of those major corporations and all that money is way more of a pressing matter mm -hmm. than seven people with 50 each licenses for lobsters. Yeah. 
like that means nothing like yeah. i said it's a drop a drop in the bucket yeah and like this is another thing that maybe we could explore in more detail later but fisheries in general and like the the fishing monopolies in canada are insane and we could definitely talk about the cod uh c- complete collapse mm. of the cod fisheries mm-hmm. uh in the same region the maritimes in the 90s mm. yes. which is completely devastating famously also, what don cherry talked about in that insane diatribe back about a hundred thousand episodes ago it yeah. feels like yeah it, w- it was it was like the three like asian fishermen That's right. yeah. off, off the dock <laughs> <laughs> that, that caught like hundreds of thousands Trillions of tons of, of cod. cod yeah <laughs> but uh the another thing to think about is like though how ingrained uh fisheries are in like the study of fish biology uh in that like it's very difficult to take a course in uh canada about like fish biology that is not in some way directly connected to fisheries like the the course uh at queens we only have one course about fish and it is called fish and fisheries uh and half of it is learning fish biology and the other half is learning like the the economics of how to run a fishery um how to cut lines from maw traps yeah and and like (laughs) with the idea of being you take this course so you can get a job uh, at a fishery. Cutting lines. It, it, yeah, cutting lines. It's, and then it's leaving a, it's your a direct... traps at the bottom for six months. It's, yeah. it's very yeah. similar to like how you, uh, Megan, said global development is all about learning how charities are bad and then going to work for a charity because yeah. there's nothing else you can do. Yes. <laughs> it's the exact same principle with fisheries. I so I also just want to point out this map. This is a map of where Clearwater is allowed to fish. Uh, it is a map of the entire Maritimes that they have a monopoly. It's on. about twice the size, and maybe one, three one times the size area as Nova where Scotia. You're allowed to fish and not be part of Clearwater, and the amount. Anyway, you guys should Google this. Do you have a name crazy. for the Clearwater CEO? You want to pull that up? For his house. Hey, Jamie, you want to pull that up? The license plate for your Clearwater CEO. Yeah. I got some Ryzen his, burning in my pocket. His, his personal schedule in a day. Ian Smith. Ian Smith? Yes. Ugh. What does he look like? Uh, let's <laughs> Give me a picture. Let's find... Because I bet, he, does he I have bet a, he's fucked up. Does he have a wife? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's her schedule like? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make it so... Is he a 9 to 5-er? Because I could totally fuck 9 to 5. In that village, you're not going to be able to mate for a full generation because otherwise it would be incest when It'll I'm just done be with Jesse. all the housewives... <laughs> We're going to have an entire stock of like 6'1", like 290-pound bald kids You know what they around. say? They say it takes a yeah. village you're, to you're, raise you're a you're child. You're going to emulate our canceled uh, favorite, Genghis Khan. That's right. <laughs> eh. He has a little oh. Canadian-Irish pin. Yeah. I'd fuck his yeah. wife. Yeah, I'd probably fuck him too, if I'm honest <laughs> with you. I'd he does look like he has a bit of a fish face. He kind of has a Pence vibe. He looks like yeah. he has a fish fetish. Yeah. That's He's why he owns so many of the lakes. He's just fucking all the fish. <laughs> I need more. <laughs> we need all of it. He's like, anyway, he's like a weird like occultist and believes he'll make like a homunculus lobster human he's, if he just fucks all the lobsters. He's trying to bring back the Innsmouth people. <laughs> also, I just want to say one more thing I found about Ian Smith. Um, he makes two million dollars a year, by the way. But this is Clearwater's earnings in general, and this is his salary going up like this. So he's what actually a made a ton over the last year, even though Clearwater's losing money. So they're probably paying their employees less and paying him a lot more. Sorry. He's probably so making anyway. a sweet I found bonus. So Jesse, uh, you said you had something to lighten the mood yes. for us a little bit. Because uh, I'm, uh, I'm pretty down. 
This is something that is uh, honestly, it is sourced from H Bomber Guy, and it is his dive into the Officer Down Memorial page, specifically the recently fallen canine officer section. Okay. I have for you some information. So, Canine Blue, end of watch, August 4th, 2020. Canine Blue was shot and killed by a deputy while members of the fugitive unit were attempting to serve a warrant on a rape suspect in Atlanta. What? Uh oh. Wait, wait. <laughs> canine, canine Bandit. End of watch. Thursday, November 15th, 2018. Canine Bandit was shot and killed while attempting apprehension of a double murder suspect in Butte County by a deputy. <laughs> uh oh. No. Oh, no. So here's what happened. As Bandit made the apprehension, officers on scene opened fire, fatally wounding the man and striking Canine Bandit in the crossfire. Two for one. So Jeez. people wonder why I keep talking about officers killing dogs. Here's another they one. Kill Isn't their that own thread dogs? like 50 dogs long or something? Canine Defender. End of watch. Thursday, February 7th, 2019. Defender was shot and killed by his handler after being mistaken for a coyote. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like they did oh it Oh, God, there's a coyote in my car. <laughs> Canine That's like Will. A fucking sport like killing. What you could also, uh, a section on this website, there's a drop down that allows you to add to my heroes. So you can <laughs> profess your. <laughs> Add to adoration. Canine uh, Will. End of watch. October 23rd, 2017. Canine Will was accidentally shot and killed by his handler while defending himself against an attack from a pit bull. The pit bull was also killed. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, I, I saw some, what? something oh, no. on, I think it was either Twitter or Facebook recently, but like the the U.S. police force kills like dozens of thousands of dogs a year. Like, it, because just they kill almost every dog they see. Like yeah, every they time see, they go into yeah. a situation. Here so, like, is the perfect one to end off on. This is Canine Vero who was a part of the Paulding County Sheriff's Office in Georgia. End of watch, Friday, July 19th, 2019. And I think this one really underscores that you cannot reform police officers. Canine mm -hmm. Vero was shot and killed after biting a sheriff's deputy in the area of Brooks Road and Trotter's Way in Dallas, Georgia. They executed this dog because he, Cause he, bit, he bit an officer. Yeah. No, he bit an officer. He, bu he bit a guy's hand. Probably some officer's hand who was Something covered in fucking chicken do. grease and <laughs> yeah. donut crumbs. Peanut butter because he was touching himself. This guy got killed. This dog got killed for being a hero and attacking a yeah. cop. Well, hear me out. What if it was a sort of training day style scenario where this dog was leading this officer down a path of corruption <laughs> and then had to be put down in order to stop his he was giving like, crime the officer empire. he was going to try to make the officer touch fentanyl which as we know <laughs> will immediately kill police officers. <laughs> one more ridiculous one. Canine Striker was accidentally shot and killed by his handler as the two searched a house on Dynamite Boulevard, which is a great name for a street. The two had responded to a residential alarm and found an open door. As they made their way through the home, the handler's gun was accidentally discharged into the dog. That's what? What, what the fuck? It's like Jimmy Hoffa shit. <laughs> like accident. Who's the guy who uh, Dick Cheney shot? He's like <laughs> it's that it's that shit. It's like Chief like, Wiggum trying to open his pudding can with a gun, <laughs> except it just ricocheted off and drilled a dog in the brain. It's like <laughs> what the fuck? Cops are stupid, cruel, cannot be reformed. If you are, if you have a dog and you see a cop, you need to like immediately put that dog inside because as we have now learned, even if the dog is not a threat to the officer or you. His gun, Officer fucking Dipstick McCumbrain, yeah. could fucking kill your dog just by sneezing the wrong His way. His gun is essentially a homing missile. Yeah, yeah, it's it's right. like when Homer goes back in time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got to try not to kill anything. <laughs> I wish, I wish I hadn't shat on that dog. <laughs> <laughs> I've just arrived in Halifax. I have to make sure I don't shoot anyone or anything. <laughs> 
I hate it. All right. It. I hate it. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, see you next week. Yeah.